sterile. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are you ready, Freddie? Yeah, go ahead. All right, you guys good? Mm-hmm. You ready, yeah. guys? Ready. <laughs> Mic check. <laughs> <laughs> Episode eight, I think. Yes. Kind of says I'll say welcome back to another episode. I might just. Do <laughs> 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 All right, check one two. All right, here we go for real. Welcome back to the DBC Pulse Podcast. I'm Michael Salnick, and I'm sitting here with three previous interns that have served with our student ministry, so I guess you can call this the Intern Podcast today. And so to my right, I want to introduce them to you so you can get to know them a little bit. Hi, I'm Chloe Townsend. I interned in 2020. I'm Haley Campo. I interned um, in 2019. And I'm Cody Black, and I'm interning this summer, and yeah. That's me. Awesome. Glad you guys could take time to come join us on the DBC Pulse podcast. So today, uh, we're just going to talk a little bit about the importance of internship. First of all, I'm so thankful that all three of you have been a part of the internship process here at Denver Baptist Church and with the Pulse Student Ministry. And I, I immediately start thinking of 2 Timothy uh, chapter 2 in Scripture in verse 1, where it says, You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses and trust of faithful men who will be able to teach others also. And so we know Apostle Paul is writing to Timothy to encourage him with the gospel, um, with the grace that comes with Christ Jesus, but also to go and, and teach others. And I think this is what internship is all about, is that you guys can come in, help serve, but also get equipped um, to continue to go on and go forth to tell others about Jesus and make disciples. Um, so I, I just got... A couple of things we're going to talk about together and discuss. Um, but first off, I want them to know you guys a little bit more and know your story of how you came to know Jesus Christ. And so, Chloe, I think we're going to start off with you. Yeah. So um, my name's Chloe again. Um, I grew up in the church. I actually grew up um, going to Denver Baptist. So I've been here a really long time. Um, I was baptized here. Um, but my faith never really was my own, I think until high school and actually under the discipleship of Meredith, your wife. Um, I think I really learned what it looked like to be a Christian. And so, um, that's kind of my high school was just kind of growing in that and what that looked like. And I think that really prepared me for college where I was able to kind of put that into practice. Mm -hmm. Um, so everything that I had learned going to youth and under the discipleship of Meredith, and even what I learned as a kid in, um, church, I was able to, um, kind of use that in college and, um, for a long time, I thought like I could learn or earn what I um, what I got through Jesus, and I couldn't do that. So um, 
I think I really fell back on that in college was um, what I learned in Pulse and things like that, that you can't earn it, it's grace. And so, um, yeah, I really experienced freedom in that and I was able to give myself away in ministries and stuff in college too. So I'm really thankful for that. Awesome, praise yeah. God for that. Yeah, good. Um, a little bit about me, um, similar to Chloe, I grew up in the church, um, just kind of like basic understanding of like church knowledge type of things. Um, Got to be sophomore year of high school. Um, I switched to online school, which is a huge part of my testimony. Um, my stepmom got a job from home at that same time where I was able to kind of almost be like personally discipled by my stepmom, which was like amazing. It gave me like a great leader, the same way Meredith was for you. Um, and she was kind of the like last seed that the Lord used in my life to like bring me to Christ. Um, and then also similar to Chloe, um, had some grace and freedom to live in. As I went to college, I go to Liberty, um, and just got, getting to be like a spiritual leader there has been awesome. Um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Praise God. Cody? Um, I was saved when I was 16. I did not grow up in the church, and uh, just an angry, selfish, prideful um, young boy or old boy, whatever the age is. I don't know. <laughs> young or old. Teenage but, uh, years. Yeah, teenage years, <laughs> and uh, just kind of ended up at a youth camp really don't know how to this day and uh was met with the gospel and realized that I was a sinner and that um I needed a savior and that Jesus is the one who could provide that so and then yeah. here we are x amount of years later yeah talking about Jesus yeah man yeah. but somebody invited you to the youth camp yeah to go? yeah that's awesome. awesome yeah man mm -hmm. praise God for all that thank you guys for just sharing um I know those are, are it's hard, hard to share in a brief format of your testimony. Yeah. So mm -hmm. um, if any of you guys ever in at the Denver Baptist Church want to get in contact with any of them or any students and hear more of their stories, I'm sure they would love to share. Uh, but let's talk about, um, let's just talk about something you learned uh, about ministry. So one thing about this internship, you are kind of coming, you know, um, to see what goes on in the background, I guess, that not everybody gets to see. Um, so what did you guys learn like, you know, during this internship about ministry, um, Chloe, do you mind kicking us off again? Yeah, sure. Um, so I actually interned during the COVID summer. So mm. it was a really weird summer right. for us to be interning. That was um, different. Yeah, it was really different. But it was cool because I feel like I got to see a lot of the behind the scenes and planning and stuff like that. Um, and just kind of that ministry doesn't have to be putting on like a big service for the masses of people. It can be like small Bible studies and meeting in small groups and things like that. So it was really yeah. cool to kind of just like sit and learn and not have to be putting on a show all the yeah. time because that's not all ministry is. So that yeah. was cool for me. We had to figure out Zoom. Yeah, Zoom <laughs> stuff. Getting get in the habit of that. Yeah, that Family rough. Feud. We did that yeah. one yeah. time, I think, too. Over Zoom. <laughs> did some creative things during COVID. You had to get creative yeah, in ministry so sure. um, in a lot of different ways. So yeah, you definitely went through that yeah. uh, season <laughs> of things. Uh, what about you, Haley? What is something that you learned? Um, yeah, whenever I was interning, I learned more about like the logistics, like the planning it takes for just like an event to like a trampoline park to occur. Um, I went, I, I was not during COVID. We did a lot of events. Um, right. I was talking to Chloe actually before the start, like each of our internships have been kind of a different, like hers was kind of like administrative. Mm. I was very like media oriented. Yep. And I'm not sure about yours, Katie. Everything. Boots <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of everything. So mine was more like come to like a lot of the events and like create content for them. Um, it was just like, wow, like there's so much work that goes into like mm. these events for these students. Like they should take advantage of all of these trips they have planned for them. Yeah. Awesome. What about you, Cody? 
um, just like a mixture of both, like we just said. I've kind of been doing whatever, like Sundays, helping out with the cameras or whatever's needed of me on Sundays or just hanging out with the youth at whatever's going on or um, building stools or something, whatever. <laughs> um, just learned a lot about uh, the preparation and, like, you know, it's like any uh, any other thing you want to do well, it requires uh, preparation, being right. strategic and, uh, yeah, prepare and being and passionate about it. Yeah. And, we won't There's three P's right there. Yeah. Prepare, plan, and be passionate. Well, mm. Look at me. <laughs> that's what I learned. <laughs> um, yeah, that's good. Good stuff. Um, I, I think during the internship, that's what I want in some degree. I don't want to like, we don't want internship to be mapped out with every little thing, but also let you guys run with some things um, and just kind of, you really don't learn unless you do it yeah. in a lot mm-hmm. of ministry ways. It really, it's a lot of things, same for a lot of things that we do, right? Um, so with our internship, I get all you guys read. So mm-hmm. I think reading's important. And there's different books that each of you guys read and went through. Um, we went through things in, in scripture, but also read books that um, helped us grow in different areas. So what are some, we'll, we'll reverse our way back around. <laughs> so we'll start with you, Cody. But what was what the book that you read, man? And uh, what'd you kind of get out of it? What are some takeaways from it? Um, we read 10, uh, by Paul Washer, 10 Indictments Against the Modern church and uh it's a short book so i recommend it so <laughs> even if you can't sit down and read yeah. it but um, it's, it's great book. it's packed with a punch yeah it There's is some stuff um, serious stuff yeah <laughs> my favorite chapter in it was uh talking about the idea of uh total depravity and uh just we have no other name under heaven that which we can be saved in um you know just the gravity of our situation as people who have sinned and um just the consequences and the things that come along with that and uh and how much more beautiful it makes the gospel that, you know, God gave his only son to, to reconcile man back to him. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. And Paul Washer always has that. He has a lot of famous things he uses. Yeah. But when he oh, eliminates yeah. how God created all things in creation, and he says the mountains go this high, and, you know, whatever, the waters come this far, and the stars and the planets align, and they orbit this way. And then he says, and man, come to me. And the man goes, No. <laughs> you know, and how we're just totally depraved yeah. in that state, yeah. you know, that we reject God. Um, but God chose to reconcile us to save us, oh, man. Yeah. It's good news. Awesome. What about you, Haley? Yeah. Um, I read the How to Study the Bible book. Michael yep. will plug that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's a great book. Uh, I got it up here. I think I pulled it up. It's called Bible Study. So they didn't come up with a fancy name for their book, but it's called <laughs> Bible Study. It says it's a student's guide by John Nielsen. Um, it's also forwarded by uh, D.A. Carson. Um, but it's, I think that, you know, I've gone through it too. It's just a good book to help illuminate how to get in the word, pull mm-hmm. things out of it. And yeah. I saw you grow after reading that and just digging yeah. in the word. So Yeah, it was very like logistics oriented. Like this is really how you do it. Like highlight like what you learn about God in it and then let you, like what you learn about man. Right. Kind of step by step. It's a great book for people looking to study their Bible more. But also um, Michael and I went through the Sermon on the Mount, um, yep. which was great. It was like the second like real Bible study that I'd gone through other than the book of James with the high school girls with Meredith and Sandy. Um, and the Sermon on the Mount was like super like fundamental towards my like walk with the Lord. It was like a great like here's like a bunch of like big subjects and this is like what Jesus says about them. Yeah. It was great to like work through those and I had to like type summaries for Michael. Yeah. So I got to like reread them to myself. It was very yeah. good. 
and I and I do enjoy that in the internship when you guys send me stuff as I'm kind of. Yeah. Uh, I think I make all of you guys do that. Uh, yeah. Whatever you're reading, kind of just send me what you're thinking. Uh, but also helps you gather your thoughts, and it's really for you as much as it is for me. Yeah. Um, but it's cool to kind of see how God is growing you and things you're thinking through. Um, so yeah, I remember that was a good summer going through Sermon on the Mount, and we did that with the students as mm-hmm. well, um, which was really good too. So, all right, Chloe. Yeah, so mine was confronting Christianity, and it was 12 questions um, for the world's largest religion, I think is what the title was called. Rebecca McLaughlin. Yeah, and so, yeah, it was really good. Um, It kind of felt like a seminary class all (laughs) packed into, like, one book. It was really, like, it was really intense, and I don't think I really fully understood exactly (laughs) everything that (laughs) it talked about. It's okay. It was super intense, but it was really good. It took a long time to get through, too. Cause yeah. it was each chapter was super long and really went in depth of 12 questions. But, um, one question specifically, I think I remember was why does God allow suffering? And that was something that I think the culture was dealing a lot with mm-hmm. during the time that I was reading it, you know, during the COVID year and stuff like right. that. Like, right. why is God allowing this to happen? And there's a lot of stuff going on in the world and within our country at that time. And so it was cool how the author, um, you know, it can be applied at any point, you know, it didn't have to be just specifically for this moment in time, but she talked about how like Jesus was the ultimate point of suffering. And, um, she always pointed everything back to Jesus. Like every question, um, she pointed it back to what Jesus did for us on the cross. And so it was really cool. And, um, it covered a lot of social issues and apologetic issues that I think, um, really helped me kind of develop a point of view on those things. I don't think I had before. So yeah, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. I highly recommend that book too. Um, she just recently rewrote one. We gave this to the uh, seniors who graduated this past year as part of their grad gift. Um, it's 10 questions every teen should ask. Um, so she kind of took that book, Confronting Christianity, those 12 questions, and kind of condensed it down into 10 questions for teenagers, um, but use some of the same stuff. Yeah, that's um, good. So it's another great resource, another great book uh, for those things. All right, so you guys jumped in. You did some things. Uh, it looked a little different for all three of you. Um, different seasons of uh, different tasks that were given. Um, but as you were doing them, as you're reading, you're studying, you're, you're, you know, you're being challenged probably in many different ways. Um, let's talk a little bit about how this internship grew you. Like how did you grow uh, in some of these areas? And so um, who wants to go first? How about I ask? I'll go first. All right, go ahead, Haley. Um, yeah, one way that God really grew me is like showing that I could use like my gifts and my talents for the church body. I'd always like loved my camera and like taking pictures mostly just of my little sisters because that's all I had um and then Michael kind of picked up on that and saw me with my camera a little yeah. bit and he's like so, hey we need some help yeah <laughs> um this was before yeah. like DC had all the media people that's and it was right. just like that's me right. my camera running around and yep. that was um really cool to see like I could use my camera and my gifts of like media yeah. um I'm a marketing major so clearly I'm still interested um for the church it was yeah. awesome yeah it was awesome and you did grow in that and your passion grew for that and you're still still doing photography for church families here and stuff so it's awesome cool all right who else will go next i can go next um (laughs) do a thumb war across the table (laughs) yeah Yeah. we'll fight about it (laughs) (laughs) yeah um i think i don't know during the summer when you go to college and then you come home it's i don't know it's hard to go in between the two and especially you know we were home for like 10 months i think uh during that summer so Mm -hmm. super long summer and so I think just like being able to continue to grow um in my faith and in ministry um I'm super involved in ministry at school and so coming home is kind of hard because I'm like 
you know, I'm away from my ministry at school. I'm just kind of have to sit and watch it and wait until I can get back. And so it was cool to be able to be involved and um, do something and continue to grow so I can bring some of the things that I learned in the internship back to my ministry at school. So that was really good for me. Yeah, that's good. Awesome. Cody? Um, when I read the question, I just, it made me think about like a young guy on like a basketball team who's like in the NBA for a couple of years, it just doesn't work. And then like he gets on a team with veterans and it's like everything clicks. And now he's like, you know, he's, he's like actually helped in a team. I felt like um, early in my walk, awesome I had like that. so many like. So my Kobe, I mean, what am I? You wish. You want <laughs> <laughs> Next question. I'm honest, man. I don't look nothing like him. But, I'm just um, joking. Go I feel ahead. like I had a bunch of big swings in my uh, walk with Jesus since I've been saved. And mm -hmm. I feel like those have calmed down a little bit. And uh, yeah. just being, uh, I feel like I can defend a lot more things and share the gospel more clearly. Clearly, That's kind of funny. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just, uh, yeah, just a more well-rounded follower of Jesus. And uh, I think it's just yeah, a man. desire to be in God's word and to know God's word too. I think yeah. that's probably been the biggest takeaway. It's yeah. just... Uh, being around fellow believers and uh, just them all pointing everything back to scripture. Right. And, uh, yeah. And to play off that analogy, even for all three of you, you know, just growing in spiritual disciplines, to be disciplined. Um, mm -hmm. It takes discipline to, to practice a sport, get good at the sport, be a team player. Um, but I think, again, until you play and yeah. you're staying with that, mm -hmm. you know, you can't really grow in it. Um, so I think by far I was encouraged um, by each and every one of you um, and how you guys grew in that and still are to this day. Uh, so it's been really cool to watch. So with that being said, this may be a silly question, but do you think <laughs> churches should have internships like this? Who wants to answer Completely. it? Completely. Or all yes. three at one yeah. time? <laughs> For sure. No. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. No. Yes. So awkward <laughs> if we said no. I'll say no. Yeah, I think churches should totally have internships. It gives um, people that are a little younger in the faith to like – see what running a church is really like and like yeah. discipline like you just learn so much by hanging around people that yeah. have walked a little bit further than you <laughs> like mm -hmm. being older yeah, yeah. Michael. yeah. <laughs> um, like graduating high school go ahead and get it over with oh seven oh seven we had the double oh seven thing so we had music played for a year and i was so done with that right so I play off James Bond. Do y'all know what that is? Double yeah, seven. Yeah. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just making sure. Not that young. <laughs> I don't. But that's okay. Oh, Next don't. question. <laughs> Next question. Oh wow. Back to churches and internships, See? Michael. Exactly. So hey, a, a kid at summer camp uh, was riding his bike, and his name's Gabe, and he hits a tree, and <laughs> he runs into his tree, and, and his guy's marked on the side. And so I was like, man, we're going to call you George. And he looked at me like all weird. And so I was like, George of the jungle. And he was like, what? <laughs> George of the jungle. Watch out for that tree. Kind of sung it to him. Do y'all know who George of the jungle yes, is? Yes, I do know who that is. George of the jungle. I feel he so didn't know who George of the jungle was. And I was yeah. like, gosh, I feel old right now. I know who George so, of the jungle okay. was. Yeah. So he was running the trees. That's all right. Yeah. Okay. Um, kind of like Tarzan. Yeah, that's better. Maybe yeah. you should have said that. Yeah, I should have said that. <laughs> she don't know. So yes. I did graduate high school in 2007, and Cody thinks I'm really old because of that. So, yep. yeah. I lost track of what we were even talking about. Internships, if churches should offer them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah they yes, definitely they should. should. So why? Um, you were getting into that, but you were about to say something. Do you want to keep going? Or I can keep going. No, you can just go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I think it Yeah, definitely should do it. I think it gives, like a young guy like me, trying to figure out, if, is this what I'm called to, to be in ministry full-time? And 
um, it's just really awesome being around the staff too and not necessarily talking about anything specific, but just, you know, going out to eat lunch and hanging out and, you know, even with uh, the older reg- people the, on the staff. But, uh, <laughs> the old staff. The older than me. Yeah. Older <laughs> <guys>. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, it's just good to be around and just, uh, I don't know, that's almost more encouraging sometimes and things that, I don't know, usually go on in church, just being around um, just the staff of the church, uh, everybody, you know, it's really yeah. encouraging as a young guy just to, just, just to be around, I guess. Right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. It's reminded me of um, something I've heard where it's like you're the average of the three people you spend the most time around. So like for me during mm-hmm. my internship, I was doing online school. So like I was either with like my stepmom, Michael, or like the other church leaders at events. <laughs> so I was just the average of a bunch of like 35 to 45 year olds. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, I just, it was great. I looked. <laughs> <laughs> No, literally. So my average was just like very adult. Very old. That's good. <laughs> Maturity. Yeah. So I started as a youth pastor at, I was 25 years old here at the church. And all of them were in their upper 40s, the pastors I was working with. So there you go. So I was. It worked out average. well, though. Yeah. It like yeah, matures you. <laughs> yeah. Titus 2, older men teaching the younger men, older women teaching the younger women. Yeah. That's, That's biblical. All right. You got anything to add to it, Chloe? Chloe? Yeah, I mean, you should do an internship. Um, yeah. It helps me because, I mean, I've been going to Denver since, like, a really long time, like, since I was five, I think. And so I think I saw the background of how things are run. Definitely made me appreciate um, youth. I had grown up in it. I think I was freshman when you started okay. um, yep. being the youth pastor. So it was cool. It was kind of like full circle moment. Cause like yeah. you came and then now I'm like working with you. So it was cool. Yeah. yeah um, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool to see the background and everything like that. Awesome. Makes you appreciate it. Awesome. So we'll try to keep it going, I guess. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see who's next. <laughs> who's we, next? You know. um, all right. So what, speaking of that, I think you guys have some wisdom <laughs> and I want you guys to give some advice to some middle schoolers. So what would you tell some middle schoolers right now? Who wants to go? So might just go. I'll go first. Okay. I got lots to say. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, my advice to middle schoolers would be, um, like, sounds so cliche, but, like, enjoy your youth. Like, you guys are, like, still in middle school. Like, enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Don't wish it away. I see, like, so many middle schoolers, like, almost training themselves to be addicted to, like, social media, especially, like, nowadays. It sounds so cliche again. I'm so sorry. But <laughs> it's so true. Like, you guys are in middle school. Like, enjoy that. I wish I could go back to middle school. Like, get off Instagram, get off TikTok, please. Like, get off TikTok (laughs) and, like, enjoy middle school. Like, and enjoy, like, youth group. Come to youth group instead, instead of, like, scrolling on TikTok. Yeah. Sounds so cliche and basic, but, like, please do it. That's Mm. awesome. Preach it. All right. What you got? Um, I just wrote down, you know, start reading your Bible. You know, it's it's even hard for me to understand And at 22. But uh, I I couldn't imagine at 13 trying to understand some things by myself and uh just you just got to get in it to figure out how to read it I feel like and it's just worth it it's worth putting down you know your phone or getting it's it's honestly more beautiful than I don't know a movie or more fun than x well I don't don't necessarily want to say more fun because sometimes it is a process but uh it's more worth it and uh I don't know and developing that habit as a young uh, guy or girl is just really awesome and will be really helpful as you get older and uh, mm-hmm. just knowing God's word, you know, and knowing God's voice, kind of like a John 10 with the shepherd, knowing yeah. the shepherd's voice and, you know, knowing what's true and knowing what's wrong is, yeah. it's a really good thing for a young person to understand. 
Yeah, yeah I agree. I'm kind of saying yeah. the same thing. Um, you know, you're never too young to start yeah. those habits, I think. And um, you start the habits now that you want to keep developing. And I think, yeah. um, you know, if I would have started like reading the Bible when I was in middle school and like actually understanding it and like trying, mm-hmm. I don't know, I could be a lot farther in my faith yeah. maybe than I was. And it's cool middle schoolers now that have the opportunity to um, be in youth and learn and grow and be underneath, you know, discipleship. Um, you know, they have a lot of opportunity and you're never too young um, to start doing that and take God seriously. You know, you don't have to be like serious all the time, but you could take God seriously in your relationship with him. And yeah. 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 Yeah, we have a, a lo- awesome team of uh, adult volunteers. We call them Pulse Leadership Team, you know, and you guys have been a part of that, being interns. But one of the things we talk about a lot is that we definitely believe a middle schooler can have an impact with the gospel yeah, now, sure. yeah. right? They can learn how to study the Bible now yeah. um, rather than waiting. And so I think sometimes the culture or um, look to middle schoolers and think, well, you'll get there, and mm-hmm. we're here to say no. You can live for Jesus now yeah. and have a huge yeah. impact yeah. for they the can, kingdom. For sure. And you are part of the church um, if you are a Christian. So, and a brother and sister in Christ. That's good. All right. So, what advice would you give uh, to some high schoolers? Um, I can go first this okay. time. Um, I would say find someone to disciple you um, in the church. I think that was really important for me in yeah. high school was I had someone who, Meredith, who was, you know, showing me how to read the Bible, stuff like that, just like living life with you. Um, find someone older than you to mm-hmm. disciple you and to show you how to do things because yeah, it's that's important. Huge. That's yeah. good. Awesome. Yeah, I would kind of move off of that as well. Um, I um, wrote my answer about like discipline and boundaries in high school age um, people. Yeah. Um, like learn about like good boundaries and discipline. Start like getting in the word. You guys said for middle school, but mm-hmm. I answered it for high school. Like learn how to do these things that you see trusted adults doing. Um, and start getting into the nitty gritty of that. It'll serve you well um, after you leave high school. Hmm. Anything to add, Cody? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about Bring when I was us. in high school, uh, just the real context is, is that there's a war for your soul. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and G- you know, Jesus is literally worth missing out on a lot of things. And you know, it's, I wasn't necessarily an outcast in high school because I, I got saved in high school. So it was like, you know, I was one person for the first two years and another for the last two. And those first two years look completely different than the last two. And, uh, you know, there's just a lot of pain and suffering that you don't have to go through in high school with some of the decisions that uh, teenagers like to make. And I made myself. And, uh, you know, Jesus is worth missing out on going to a party or, you know, whatever it is, or maybe mm-hmm. even having a girlfriend or boyfriend or just whatever, the, whatever you're, whatever's going on in your sure. life that's yeah. distracting you. It's, uh, he's worthy of uh, not participating. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And I think in the high school years, I mean, I know this, I'm saying I think, but I know it gets difficult when you yeah. get your license. Oh, yeah. You've got some decisions to make. You may get a little more freedoms to, mm-hmm. and you can drive yourself to things, um, but also you can drive yourself and still be a part of Pulse Student Ministry, yeah. but even Sunday mornings. Um, and I know it's tempting to want to sleep in, um, <laughs> all those things, right? Um, and so I think we would say, it is worth it to come and be amongst the body of believers. Yeah. Um, community, very important. Community. And so sometimes in high school, we get very independent mindsets and think we're going our own. We want to be free. We want to push everybody away. We want to do our thing. We want to buck authority, yeah. which means if we, we're trying to run from authority, then we really have problems with God because he is the yeah. ultimate authority. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for high schoolers, it's good to um, seek Christ out, that humility out, 
um, and to really just come and be around others who love Jesus as well. Because in the world, um, there's a lot of people that don't and that we get influenced yeah. by. So that's good. Yeah, and something to add on to that with like attending these things, like especially with your license and stuff, as it becomes more of your choice. Um, something that my stepmom explained to me after I became saved and asked her, you know, you made me go to like X, Y, and Z events, like all the time, whatever. She was like, well, I just like, you never know when you're going to hear it and when it's going to like click for you, like the gospel is going to make sense. Um, and so she was like, I'm, I was just going to put you in as many scenarios that you could hear it yeah, to see if yeah. one of them would click for you. Yeah. And so like, who knows if she wouldn't have made me come to like whatever yeah. events, like if it wouldn't have clicked for me right. yeah. when it did. Mm, that's good. And so it's like surround yourself here as much as possible because it might make sense to you one day. Like sometimes it might be a little confusing and like talk to a leader about it. If something is confusing, they would love to like explain it more. But like sometime it could make sense to you. You're not excluded from the gospel. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to add that. Yeah, no, I think that's good. Um, I, there was research done on that where people were, I guess they were polling, were saying, how many times do you think it was that you heard the gospel before you, like, were saved yeah. <laughs> and understood it? Um, I can't remember what number it is. I'm not going to make it up, but I remember it was a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one. Number two, it's not a formula. We know that, right, because it can be one time. Um, but I know there's there's a student I'm thinking of right now, um, but there's, there's other instances this has happened, and – I'm not saying I don't like this. I celebrate this, but it's just kind of funny to me or ironic. I don't know what the word to use is. I can say the gospel over and over. You walk with a student. You're in their life completely. You text them. You see them like uh, they're in small group with you. You know, obviously every time they come to youth, they hear the gospel. And um, and I remember I used to always say the phrase, you know, it's not everything that you do. It's all what Christ has done. Like I've said that a lot. Um and when I, when I teach and, and preaching and, and open up to God's word. And then we have this missionary, we do this missionary thing at Denver Baptist Church where we had the mission conference and mm-hmm. uh, the missionary gets up, shares with the youth on Sunday morning, and he says, it's not in what you do, it's what Christ has done. And afterwards, this kid gets saved and he says, it clicked. <laughs> and he was like, I just understood. And now it's part of his testimony. And I'm like, I've been telling you that <laughs> over and over and over. You know, but I'm like, praise God, man. I don't want the credit yeah. style for my glories. And, uh, but it's just, it, you never know when it's going to click. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the point. My global you know? studies teacher at Liberty, she always used to say, um, there's no perfect presentation of the gospel. There's only a per- perfect gospel. I yeah. love that. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is good. It's not about the messenger. It's about the yeah. message. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Heard that too. All right. So. What advice, uh, we don't leave the parents out. What advice do you have for parents of preteens and teenagers, I guess? Mm. Who wants to tackle that one? I'll start this time. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Your parents are listening, all right? Yeah. I'm just kidding. (laughs) 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 Um, I think a a good one, or just uh, for every Christian, mom or dad or or legal guardian, (laughs) go go that route too. But uh, you can't accidentally uh disciple your children it's going to take a lot of effort a lot of time a lot of planning um and you know you're going to be tired you should be tired Mm -hmm. you know you're already tired as a parent you know i feel like doing the bare minimum and i don't know i think if jesus is worthy of your life then he's worthy of you being exhausted to to share him with your kids and disciple them and you know raise them up to know him and uh it's never going to happen on accident. It's going to take a lot of work. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that'd be yeah. my advice. Yeah. yeah. Anything that's worth doing is worth doing continually. Yeah. That's what I think of that. <laughs> I'm so ahead. Yeah, Sorry. It's just the Liberty University. Just, just <laughs> bring it. Yeah. That's right. A complication thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that yeah. your answer? Yeah. You got anything else to add? Yeah. What I would say to the parents, um, I would say like, this is like really specific, but take some time to like verbally 
encourage your children. Um, like affirmation, like Michael said, like they are like searching for like who they are. They're kind of confused. They're just like testing out everything they can in like middle school and high school. And like, that's okay. And it's normal, but like encourage them when you see something good in them, that's worth complimenting. Like every day you should just like say something sweet to your kid. Like they need to hear something nice. I found myself (laughs) gravitating more towards my stepmom, Mindy, um, because she would like encourage me when she saw me do something good. Um, that like, led like a safe relationship um between us oh sweet yeah yeah you got anything else to add um yeah i had to but my first one was bring your kids to youth and like get them involved um i know my parents did that and then when we didn't want to come we had the stuff at our house so we couldn't (laughs) get away from it so (laughs) we have the stuff at our house and we don't want to go so (laughs) So parents join the leadership team yeah have the stuff at your house i guess (laughs) have the kids over but yeah um and then also just like talk to your kids about more things than what did you learn at sunday school you know like have deeper conversations with them not just like what bible story did you learn this week you know talk about spiritual things with your kids yeah i remember it that's good yeah i think it's good for parents to allow their preteen or teenager middle school high schooler to wrestle with truth Mm -hmm. and to wrestle with them um i think would be huge and i just listened to a podcast today of this guy uh just talking about challenging parents to be very intentional um and he wrote a book about it and so he was on this podcast and it was just reminding me of me being, you know, a, a dad of three little ones right now, but, um, but also just the importance of dads or even moms just being intentional in their kid's life, whether, whether that looks like, um, and it takes, again, we're going back to what three P's we can't with, uh, prepare, plan and be passionate, passionate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was passionate. That's yeah. Good. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it, it takes time. It, it, you know, you actually got to think about it, mm-hmm. um, and not try to, you know, survive, but thrive, you know, um, dropping all these things are coming out to me now. I'm challenging yeah, me, Haley, making me come up, making me come up with them. Um, these are mine, by the way. There's just stuff I remembered. Um, yeah, same. I get from reading, reading books Have and all my things yeah. are mine. <laughs> <laughs> I did come up with them. <laughs> um, something I would like to add to Michael. Ahead. One of your P's was prepare. That's something right. I think it's like so important. Um, like planning, yes. Passion, yes. But like prepare, like know some of the answers to like big questions like why does god let us suffer or like for me i remember one time asking mindy like about the trinity like how is god three people in one i remember being in the tahoe with her for like hours in front of cbs like talking about it (laughs) because she was not leaving that car until like i understood and i love her for that like good for her like she had wrestled with these big questions herself years ago so that she could be prepared to share with her kids like parents like wrestle with these big questions yourself because your kids are going to come to them once too It is very, mm-hmm. very, very true. Um, and I heard somebody else say that for every truth you give, be willing to back it up with two, two whys. I think that's how this person's saying. Like not just say, because everybody's going to ask, well, why is this true? Or why is that it? Mm-hmm. Instead of having one thing, have two supporting things yeah. um, to explain why. You know, that's good too. All right, last thing we'll close down is uh, just open-ended. Do you guys have anything you like to share about Anything? interning? <laughs> well, about interning. We don't have much time. <laughs> I don't know. Y'all have any funny moments or stories or, you know, mm. something you hated about the internship? <laughs> you know, other than COVID for you? Yeah, COVID. <laughs> That's the easy COVID's kind of for Cody, too. I guess do I was the only one that didn't have COVID yeah. during mine. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's I true. My temperature yeah, gun. It somewhat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to get used to taking my temperature in the forehead, <laughs> shooting a gun at yeah. him. You know, we don't do that anymore. At least yeah. right now. Yeah. So, 
Anything else? I don't know, Michael, do you have anything to share? Yeah, yeah. give us some. Come on. Favorite yeah, let's ask you all Let these questions. questions. I was wonder if I was, would I try to roast some of you guys. But, uh, <laughs> no, please don't. I will cry. But, uh, but, I'll, <laughs> but I figured I'd open up a can of worms and get it right back. So I just figured I'd play it safe. So, yeah. I like that. Good for all you. All right. Well, since we got nothing else for you guys to add, <laughs> not to get in a war right here. Uh, I, After the podcast is over, you guys just know. Uh, here, here's, here's what I do know is that they've been behind the scenes with me, with pastors, so they've seen some things. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We don't have anything to add. Um, I love each and every one of you guys. So glad you guys um, were part of the internship and seeing you guys grow has been a great encouragement to me. Uh, just keep pressing on in the faith. Um, keep loving Jesus, loving people. Be unashamed of the gospel. That's really the call to all of us as Christians, right? Uh, so we're going to close down this episode of DBC Pulse Podcast. Uh, but we'd like for you guys, if you're watching on YouTube, to go ahead and hit the subscribe button if you already haven't. Uh, hit the like button as well. I guess you could hit the dislike button, but uh, we can try to improve. You know, <laughs> YouTube will take any, any interaction, you know, so it's fine. Um, but hit, hit the like button. Come on now. We're all Christians, right? <laughs> and uh, and those of you listening uh, on a podcast, whether it be Spotify or Amazon, um, just keep following us um, and listening for more episodes that are going to come out week after week. Thank you guys for coming and watching another episode, and we'll see you guys next time.